All the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of his possessions was his own, but they shared everything they had. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and much grace was upon them all. There were no needy persons among them, for from time to time, those who owned lands or houses sold them, brought the money from the sales, and put it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to anyone as he had need. Joseph, a Levite from Cyprus, whom the apostles called Barnabas, which means son of encouragement, sold a field he owned and brought the money and put it at the apostles' feet. News of this reached the ears of the church at Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas to Antioch. When he arrived and saw the evidence of the grace of God, he was glad and encouraged them all to remain true to the Lord with all their hearts. He was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and faith, and a great number of people were brought to the Lord. Then Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul, and when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. So for a whole year, Barnabas and Saul met with the church and taught great numbers of people. The disciples were called Christians first at Antioch. These are the words of the Lord. The name Barnabas means son of encouragement, or one who encourages. And Barnabas is a notable figure in the books of the Acts, because he's always encouraging someone or some new venture. In Acts chapter 4, as we've just heard, we read of the young church believing that everything they owned should be held in common, and all those who owned land and houses should sell them and bring the money to the apostles for distribution to any members who were in need. And Barnabas was one who owned a piece of land, a field, which he sold, and he gave the money to the apostles. And when Paul tried to join the church in Jerusalem, the people, not surprisingly, were afraid of him. But Barnabas was the one who took him by the hand and introduced him to the local congregation, encouraging confidence all round. And Barnabas, with this ministry of encouragement, was sent to the church at Antioch. And when he saw for himself God's grace at work, he encouraged, he urged them all 
to remain faithful to the Lord with heartfelt devotion. And in that church, a large number of people were one for the Lord. And when John Mark gave up his travels with Paul and went home, Paul refused then to take him with him on further missionary journeys. And it was Barnabas who took the rejected young man to his home. And once again, encouragement saved the day. And in Acts, there is a lot more about Barnabas. We've just picked out one or two things about him. And St Luke remembers Barnabas as a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and faith. He remembers him as the great encourager. No finer testimony could be afforded to anyone. Barnabas, the encourager. And in Romans chapter 12, we saw and read the, heard this morning, Paul writes of the gift of encouragement, a spiritual gift that comes from God. I'm sure we could all name people who have encouraged us and have thereby made a difference to our lives. Perhaps as people in the church here who you know have that great gift of encouragement and they are a boon to any community. We can probably also remember times when we've not been encouraged and the effect that that has actually had on us. I can remember the wife of a curate who trained to be a lay preacher in the Church of England. And the Sunday arrived when she was to preach her first sermon. And you can imagine something of the mix of emotions that were going on inside her. Now Janet did her very best and she looked very relieved when the service was over. But her world was about to be shattered as the first comment she received in a very unsympathetic tone was, I couldn't hear a word, waste of time doing it. I remember Janet dissolving into tears there and then, unable to hear others who were offering kindly words. We do need to be told sometimes to speak up, and perhaps a million other observations, but there are kindly ways of doing so, and there is also the right time for doing it, if we have any love in our hearts. A patient writes of a time when he was in hospital, and a certain minister visited him every day. The minister would stand at the end of the bed with very melancholy eyes and always try to bring the conversation round to religion. After a time, this patient pretended to be asleep when he saw the minister coming into the ward. But there was a cheerful nurse in the ward who brought a laugh and a smile to people. 
And one day, the person in the next bed said, if that mournful minister is going to heaven, I'd rather go where the nurse is going. (laughs) We all need encouragement. Encouraged, we blossom like flowers. We persevere. We do our best. We know we are appreciated. Encouragement makes for happiness and a sense of well-being. If we're not encouraged, if we're put down, rejected, we wither like trees in a desert starved of water. It is well documented that if children grow up hearing no words of encouragement, they grow up damaged and robbed of something that they needed. And a lack of encouragement will often show itself in one of two ways. Either they will become people who overperform in the tasks that they do, as they feel they must not fail in anything, and they feel that their worth and value is only achieved when they are doing something. Or they become the opposite type of person, a person who feels they can't cope, a person who feels they might fail if they do do something, so they never attempt anything very much. A child needs to know that they can contribute and that they are appreciated. Have you ever watched a child when somebody says to them, oh, well done, you are clever, that's really good. When these kind of words are spoken to a child, you can almost visibly see the child grow taller and a big smile appears on their face and their confidence grows. Enthusiasm is born in young people when their efforts are noticed and they're encouraged. And even if they do something not very well, a word of encouragement for their efforts can mean the difference between a child going on and going on in confidence to try again or not persevering. God designed us to be encouraged. And we will not function properly if we do not receive this basic necessity of life. Sometimes we as adults find it hard to encourage another. A marriage will not remain fresh if there are no outward expressions of love and caring. Never a word of appreciation for a meal well cooked, a room well decorated and a thank you for all the seemingly little things of life. Words of encouragement at home, at work, at church, they have the power to bring forth peace, to bring forth goodness. When we encourage each other, we help each other to grow, to be the best that we can be. There's a proverb in the Bible which says, Kind words bring life, but cruel words cry.
crush your spirit. And another which says, A good person's words are a fountain of life, and they will benefit many people. So in our words, life and health or destruction. I read a true story of a woman who was encouraged by a letter she received. It came from a young man she'd long forgotten called Murray, and it was written from the trenches during the war. He had once been in our Sunday school class, and one Sunday she had spoken of Christ as being our hero. He mentioned in his letter the date that this talk she had given and how it had changed him and his outlook on his life. When he had that day when he in fact had given his life to Christ. And Murray said that he was writing to thank her because he knew the possibi- possibility of death was always near. Now the interesting thing was that this woman had kept a very detailed diary and she turned up the date and she found that she'd come home feeling very down with thoughts of giving up teaching. She had written, had an awful time, the children were so restless, I'm not cut out for this sort of thing. I had to take two classes together, no one listened except at the end a boy called Murray seemed to be taking it in. He grew very tired and subdued, but I guess he was just tired of playing up. Little did she know that that day Murray had discovered Christ for himself, for Christ had spoken through her that day. What a wonderful encouragement that letter was to her. And that letter reminds us that all encouragement, whatever way it is given, is God-inspired. For God is the great encourager, because he wants us, his children, to reach our full potential of faith and trust in him. He can encourage us through his word, in times of prayer and worship, He can encourage us through our friends and family, through letters and through whatever ways he wishes that we might know he loves us dearly and he longs for us to reach that full potential in our lives and never be overwhelmed by dismay. There's a great verse in 1 Samuel 30 where it reads... David was in great trouble, for the people were talking of stoning him. All the people were bitter in soul, but God encouraged David. And in Psalm 94 we read, I only have to say I'm falling, and you, Lord, pick me up. Whenever I am anxious and worried... You comfort me and make me glad. And have you ever had the experience of setting out on some new venture, 
which you half believe God has called you to, and he affirms and encourages you all along the way. God assures us that we are his children. We are loved. He wants the best for us. So may we who profess his name encourage one another. If you want to say to someone, I think you're wonderful, or what you do is very helpful, or I love you for who you are and what you mean to me, then say it. Let us have enough courage and humility. Let us help each other to grow and be the best we can be. Let us encourage someone before the day ends, as Danny suggested earlier on. Let us not be silent when we should speak that word of encouragement, that word which brings life and health and peace. And may our encouragement be genuine and sincere. And may we live our lives so close to the great encourager that like Barnabas, people will say of us, they are full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. Amen.